0: Hey, what's up, friends? Grant Baldwin here. So good to have you here with us for another awesome episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. Now, one of the best parts of TSL is working with our students. Like day in, day out, we've literally helped thousands of students to build and grow their speaking business and to share their message with the world. And I am thrilled that you have the opportunity to hear from some of them during our monthly student highlight series. Because one of the things you're gonna find is their stories are gonna offer really insight and, and hope no matter where you are in your speaking career. We're going to talk about exactly what they've done, how they've built their business, and some of the results that they're seeing. And so for this series, we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to hand the mic to one of our coaches who are in the trenches every single day, helping our students to gain the confidence, the clarity, and that clear path that they need to their very own speaking success. I know you're going to love hearing from and learning from these students, so uh, let's get right into it. Enjoy.
1: Hey, everyone. I am so glad to be here with you today on the Speaker Lab podcast. My name is Mary Alice Goldsmith, and I am the Director of Student Success. And it's a true honor to have this opportunity to introduce you to some of our amazing students. I promise you're going to learn so much from their experiences and be inspired by their perseverance and success. Today, it's my privilege to introduce you to Tech Clark. Tech, where are you from? Fort Lauderdale. Or Lauderdale, Florida. Awesome. So, how are you? I'm so glad glad to see you again and talk to you again. What's going on?
2: I know everything's great, and it's just an honor to be back and uh, to be with you again, and to uh, to be on this podcast. It's just fantastic.
1: Awesome. Well, I'd love for you to just introduce yourself to the audience. Let them know who do you speak to, what's your industry, what's your specialty.
2: Yeah, well, you know, what I do is I help individuals develop the workplace culture that they want to be known for. And that audience usually is going to be small and medium-sized businesses, um, anywhere from 10 to 50 employees, and a myriad of industries. And so the message of workplace culture is something that has been with me for a long time, and I didn't even know it. And that was how I really started to develop this, is that we have an award-winning program uh, for dive instruction at Nova Southeastern University here in Fort Lauderdale. And so we're known for this culture of safety and this culture of excellence that just resonates and is, is um, you know, just absolutely illustrious within the diving industry. And so we have been asked over and over to share what we do differently. And so that was the beginning of this new journey in my life to then be called to a task to share something that I had in my wheelhouse that was very special, unique, and valuable to others. And so that started a path with being able to do within my university, then within my industry, and then outside my industry. Once I realized that there was value and people were really resonating with this message that I had about how to shape workplace cultures. Mm -hmm. That was where I went, you know what, I think this might be time to take this a little bigger. And that is when I started the the journey on how do I do this professionally? How do I do it right? And lo and behold, the speaker's lab was the thing that (laughs) fell into my lap, the podcast, the successful speaker book. And then the elite program that I did, and uh, it has been remarkable what doors have opened up for me since I began the program. So I'm here today just getting off of another uh, speaking engagement that I did just last week. And that was phenomenal. That that speaking engagement was born last year and out of my homework assignment from (laughs) the Speakers Lab Elite program just a homework assignment and boom, I got a gig that paid me handsomely. And um, I believe that there will be return on that for the future as well. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really happy.
1: No, it's awesome. And you know, I, I actually, you're making such a great point because, you know, you hear people who um, teach people how to write a book or you hear people who teach people how to write a talk and, and you hear that saying like, There's, there's a talk inside of all of us. There's a book inside of all of us. And so there could be someone listening right now that's doing something every single day and they've been doing it for years that could actually impact the greater good. And so I want, I just want to rewind for a second because you, you, you know, gracefully mentioned diving, talk about that a little bit in terms of where did you start? Where did you come from in, in terms of this diving industry and safety Just to Mm -hmm. just to put a full picture on that for people who are listening.
2: Sure. Yeah. So I became a scuba instructor in 1988 uh, at the University of Florida, and um, they had at the time the largest dive program in the world, and I became an instructor at it. We didn't know how good we were. And it was that our mentor really told us that, you know, just, hey, you guys don't know how good you are. It was the way we taught. It was how we taught. It was the class sizes that we had. It was the environment of rich academics and rich skill sets and development. Well, that also created this, this unique culture of excellence that had excellence in everything, academic skill development, as well as safety. And so all of these areas just gelled together in, in these methodologies that we put together, what we called tenets. And these tenets were really what we just lived on. And we became known for that. And as, as I graduated, all of a sudden doors opened up for me. And I immediately got a consulting job, then became an assistant director and then the national director of a scuba training agency, the YMCA National Scuba Program. And I'm 22 at the time. So, you know, youngest national training agency director. And a lot of that were some of the skill sets that were just part of what I grew up doing. And then it just continued to open from there. So I've held a very... Uh, elite positions within the diving industry, uh, which has been really a blessing all my life. And I've been able to kind of get good at speaking, speaking to groups and all the different capacities that I had, but never professionally, only as part of a job function, only as part of teaching and education or the business that, uh, that I needed to be in. And so with that, As that grew over time, and now we transition into our own dive program here at Nova Southeastern University, uh, we became known, uh, really known, um, award-winning, lots of articles, lots of people coming to us for advice on different matters within the industry. And so that has been really kind of an eye-opener of, yeah, okay, I guess what we do is something that other people want to to learn and should learn, and you know how can we elevate an industry based on what we're doing? Well, we need to share that, and that's exactly what uh, what has taken place over all these years is that that depth of knowledge and breadth of knowledge uh, within diving has led to a a, a totally n- new area of growth, which is in the absolute command of what it means to have a strong workplace culture that really relies on the elements of that culture. What are the values that need to come across? And so that was where that craft started to just come into play to say, how do I package this Mm. and teach it succinctly? And that's precisely what I wanted help with and why you know, I found the resources of Speakers Lab, and um, you know the programs and, and everything uh, w- made that happen. It 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 literally congealed my message, mm. and now I'm able to succinctly do that. And it doesn't matter. Uh, it it could be in speaking, but also consulting has opened up as well yeah. because of that.
1: Yeah, it's really an incredible story, and. You know for people who are listening like you just it's so important to pay attention to what's right under your nose yes because you as you grew you know 22 year old all the way into um who you are now like if you didn't rely on that 22 year old experience and even the experience in college you wouldn't have allowed that to open up the doors like you right. would have stayed in your diving box and not realize the bigger picture And so it's, it's really incredible and a great reminder to people to, to pay attention to what you're doing and, um, you know, how could that open other doors for yourself and other people? So you came to the speaker lab and you kind of felt like you had something you knew, you knew you were onto something, which I think is really important to have a concept. How did the speaker lab actually help you bring that concept to life?
2: So as I've mentioned to you before, I came in thinking I knew how to speak because I've been told that I was good at it. And okay, great. Um, I knew how to do an intro, a body, a conclusion. You know, I knew how to do presentation aids. I knew that. Okay. Well, the deal is, is that if you want to take this to a new level and you want to literally go out and get paid to speak and you want to do this professionally, and you want to reach bigger audiences, there is a system. That system is what is poured onto you. And in this beautiful way, that you get to go at the pace that works for you. And you get to just understand what are the elements that you need to know. For me personally, it was incredibly eye-opening to understand that speaking is a craft. I knew how to speak, but I didn't have the craft down. And I say that to like really emphasize the word craft here. To be good at something is like how I always do it. You know, if I'm like, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. And so for me to go to a system was the way to go. Now, just like you, listening to this This episode right now, whoever's listening to this, you know, I digested hundreds of episodes of the speaker's lab and read the book, the successful speaker. And I heard this stuff and I knew this stuff and I could apply it. However, what I wanted was a much more efficient and effective way to take me through every step, handhold me along the way in the proper order and methodology to get things done Mm -hmm. and to do it. And when we start to dig into things like your website and your promo video, um, that's amazing Uh, to to see like what is behind the scenes on that and then how people can help you out. Because some people just, they're not skilled or gifted at that. And that's perfectly fine. So to come through a program that helps you with that, but then even to craft your message more. I thought was fantastic. You know, when I say that I help individuals develop workplace cultures that they want to be known for. Mm-hmm. When I say that, that took a long time to craft <laughs> that down and whittle that down. And that yeah. was only by the help of back and forth messages and coaching And, and getting that down to where it rolls off the tongue. And that is a solid identifiable message that people perk up and go, oh yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I even was
1: like, Ooh, I like that. I like (laughs) that a lot.
2: (laughs) And there's some people that work in a workplace culture and they're like, rock on. And then there's others that are like, my workplace culture sucks. I need what you have to say. Help
1: us, (laughs) please. Right. Exactly.
2: (laughs) So, you know, I think that there is, there is that piece of it. And then I would say, here's the one, here's like the secret sauce to me. What really spoke to me was in the actual understanding on the opposite side of the table. The person doing the hiring, I don't know their world. I don't know what they're about. I don't know how they price things, how they pay things. I don't know how they manage conferences or anything like that. All I know is I have a message. If you don't know the other side of the table, And what they are expecting from a speaker to deliver to their audience at their conference convention meeting, you're missing. You're missing so much. And that is what was so solid for me, was understanding what they're looking for and how to connect with the meeting planner. Because of that, Mary Alice, I can tell you this and everybody listening. I have done um, uh, just under ten gigs since my homework assignment with the Speakers Lab last year. So coming off of summer of last year, not even a year ago, yeah, I've already done about ten gigs. Now, five of those handsomely paid, and with that, when I when I when I go to these gigs, I now have a rapport with the meeting planners that looks like I've been in this industry for 10, 20 years because I'm going up to them and doing the strategies that are talked about in the speaker's lab. I am engaging with them. I am thanking them. I am getting to know the media guys or girls' names. and you know, thanking them profusely for what they do. And it's these little things that make me then stand out. And not only do I stand out with the the conference people, the meeting planners, I also stand out with the other other speakers, the other professional speakers. And there are professional speakers that have not been through the speaker's lab. And they are like, I've been doing this for 20 years and I didn't know that, you know, and I'm like, Uh well, there you go. And because of that, even I have developed relationships with other speakers that have now said, this guy's a benefit. Can we co-present? I'm doing another presentation at another conference and I'm submitting a paper on that. Would you like to co-present with me? Because I loved your, your style and your way. There you go. That's I awesome. would not have gotten that unless I took this formal program that just dug deep in the nooks and crannies of what you need to know mm. to be in this business. And that to me was one of the biggest eye openers and biggest blessings there were, were in this program.
1: Yeah. I love that you're pointing that out because you know, we have speakers that come to us. Some are novice, some are experienced, Um, Some are kind of like, I know I have something similar to you, right? I know I have something. I just need to perfect some of the things and I need to know what I don't know. Right. And so we really try so hard to cover everything without, you know, overwhelming you, but there's this aspect of, yeah, of course, we're going to help you create a great talk and we're going to, we're going to help you create great marketing assets, but we're also going to help you be a great business owner. And I think oftentimes Students are surprised by that. They're surprised at how far and how deep we go into managing and running the business, but they learn how critical it is because sometimes you could be awesome. You could be a great creative, but maybe you're not that great at running a business. And what you just touched on is so critical, especially from the point when you start reaching out, if you're coming from a place of me, no one's going to want to work with you. So when you come from that place of understanding the event planner or the person who's hiring you, you speak their language. They feel like you see them and you get them and you're a much easier hire.
2: That's right. And studying the audience too. Yeah. And going backwards to what previous presenters they've had. All of this is taught. And when you do the homework and you learn the system of how to do uh, what you do to make sure that you are the right fit. You know, it, this doesn't work. And you hear Grant say this all the time, and you all say this all the time. You don't want to go up there and I can speak on anything. And I can speak to anyone about mm-hmm. anything. No, no, it's about the connection with the audience. And if your message is solid, well, it does resonate with a particular audience. It, it might not fit for every conference that's out there. So it is important to find the right ones, to find the right fits, to make sure that you're going to be really good and hit it out of the park with that audience and that your message resonates and that that event planner and meeting planner is going to look like a rock star because they
0: hired you. That is so critically important. Hey, French, do you know the five steps to book more gigs and get paid as a speaker? Well, if not, listen up because these same five steps to help me to grow a seven-figure speaking career are all laid out in great detail in my latest book, The Successful Speaker, Five Steps for Booking Gigs, Getting Paid and Building Your Platform. Whether you want to speak as a side hustle or your dream is to become a full-time professional speaker, I know what it takes. I share all of that with you in this definitive step-by-step roadmap let me be your guide learn from my mistakes get paid what you know you're worth to share your unique message on stage if you want to read the first chapter for free or just check out the book go to the slash book again that is the speakerlab.com book check out your copy of the successful speaker
1: i'd love to know what in terms of like one of our missions is to give speakers confidence And I'd love to know what happened to your confidence from the moment you, well, obviously you made the decision, like I'm going to go all in on speaking, right? So you were confident that you had something, but once you put all the other pieces to the puzzle, what, what happened to your confidence level?
2: (laughs) I've got a few stories. First of all, um, I, I equate this to CPR. Now, this is going to sound really weird, but uh, you know my health and safety background and everything and diving and what we have to do for dive rescue and, and high-level rescue and everything like that. CPR is a huge piece and all kinds of rescue skills. So here's the thing. You can take all these CPR classes, right? You get your thing. You do your every two years. You get your refresher, whatever it is. So what? You're CPR certified. The deal is, is that when somebody falls on the ground... And they look like they need care. And you have a decision in that moment. And it's basically a fight or flight. Like, do I really help this person? Do, can I do this? Can, should I do this? And your training is back there. You haven't pulled it out for a while. And so you're sketchy. When you go and you do it and you say, yep, I was trained. I, I, I need to help this person because no one else is going to help them. And you do it all of a sudden you watch what happens with that. And you can watch and see literally color, come back to people's faces and things like that. Once you start doing CPR, well, here's the thing afterwards you go, Oh my gosh, it works. And then you're like, not afraid to do it again. And, and, but even if the person doesn't survive because they have, you know, big health issues or something, you can physically see that what you're doing is actually physiologically working Yeah, just as it should. So the point is, is that then you go, it actually works. And then the next time you're not hesitant, you go, Hey, this works. This is great. And it's that confidence from doing. Mm -hmm. And so for me, Once I went through the steps and you're literally like at the cusp of your bird's nest and you're about to spread your wings and you take your homework assignments and you basically are like, okay, here we go. Let's throw them out there and see if we can get some bites. And all of a sudden the bites hit you and you're just like, oh, it works. Oh, my message works. Oh, this system works. My letter my introduction my uh, promo video my all of it works and then it's time to be like next step please okay here's the contract okay i've already developed that Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm ready to go yeah here's my headshots and here's my media packet i'm ready to go and then it's wait my my actual presentation is ready to go when do you want this? Let's do this. And you become excited about it. And that to me was one of those big things that you all of a sudden go, I am a speaker and you make immediate shift. And when you make that immediate shift, everybody listening, I'm telling you, when you make that shift where all of a sudden you see these strategies are working, then you go, I am a speaker. Mm -hmm. I am a speaker. And that changes your tone, it changes your affect, it changes the way that you present yourself because now you're super excited to to share and that you're like selling yourself to the meeting planner that you're gonna be a great fit for that audience. And you're doing it with genuine passion. And I don't think that would have happened if I still had stuff to figure out. If I still had, I didn't know what the next step was or what my next email sequence was gonna be. Those are the things that when you do this, it's just like that CPR class. I've been taught all this stuff. Now I apply it. Oh my gosh, it works. And that is to me, one of the greatest areas of confidence that, that truly came out for me to then say, I really am a professional speaker.
1: Yeah, no, so awesome. And I, I mean, we have students right now that are at that level. They're at module a acquiring paid gigs. And they're trying to acquire, you know, their conferences and looking into things. What I loved about you is you're like, I'm not just going to do the homework. I'm actually going to start reaching out to people. Yes. I'm not going to wait. Why wait? I have all these resources that I discovered. I'm just going to go for it. And That's from right. that experience, you literally booked five paid gigs, That's right. which I totally want to dive into because there are your peers, your students that you've you know, went through the program with are listening to this. And some of them are struggling. They're struggling Mm -hmm. to get booked and paid to speak. They're frustrated. They're like, why, why, why isn't this happening? But -hmm. you said something so critical. You said your message, your confidence, and your passion were all in alignment. Well, you didn't say it like that, but I'm going to just like, you know, put your words together for you, (laughs) (laughs) but your message, your confidence, and your passion were really at the front line of you proceeding to start getting booked and paid to speak. What advice, now I know you're not a coach and I don't wanna, you know, if you're not comfortable answering this, I could position it differently. But what advice would you give a student who's really struggling to get booked and paid to speak right now?
2: Hmm. I think that, you know, there's a lot of reasons why somebody wouldn't. You know, uh, if if someone is going through the program, you've probably refined your message down good to a point where, you know, you you know what it is you want to speak on. I think that um, part of what I did on my in my first 25 homework assignment was that I looked at what would be related. What, you know, what is an audience that I could go to? What would this resonate? And I really took the homework seriously. Yeah. And from that homework being seriously, I kind of like I did a shotgun. Of various industries and, and different things, but you know, I really thought, okay, will this resonate with this this audience? And I thought, yes, it would, and that was the big start to 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 go there. Once I did that, then you know, after twenty five uh, of that homework assignment, five immediately, five immediately came back. Others were like, you know, I didn't hear from. Um, and others were like "Hey, next year or something like that. So it's not without fruit. And I think that don't despair. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of reasons why you might not get picked to speak. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's critical at this time and age and with this economy and everything like that, that we really need to put ourselves a little bit back behind our ego and look more at the business side of the conference planners and meeting planners. What are they dealing with right now? And for this last one that I went to last week, the conference planner, I had lots of discussion with her and they came back after a two-year hiatus. They floated a lot of risk to see if people were actually gonna come and what kind of laws would happen, What kind of crackdowns would happen? How convenient would it be for airline travel, hotel stays, transportation, you name it. Yeah, And they were on pins and needles. So I want to say that if you are kind of not feeling it right now, Mm -hmm. give it some time. Let this be where you're testing out your chops on this. And if you get negatives now, that does not mean that you're going to get a negative in the future from the same person. It mm-hmm. just might be a timing thing. Yeah. So persist, persist at this and keep your fire alive that the message that's inside you will resonate with the proper people at the proper time. It, it doesn't have to be you. It's not you. It could be all kinds of other factors. So yeah, keep that hope alive, it it will come.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think the confidence in your message, the clarity that you have around your message is just it's really impressive to see and the extra step of really knowing your audience and asking yourself, am I really solving a problem? Like, am I really going to help them with this, with this solution that I have? And, you know, sometimes you will get to a place like we've had many students where they're almost at the end and they're like, wait a minute. Oh my gosh. I just totally discovered what it actually is. I Mm -hmm. saw, I have Mm -hmm. to pivot a little bit. Mm -hmm. so there is Mm -hmm. that where like, you may need to tweak and pivot because maybe you're not solving the true pain of your audience. And so always asking yourself those questions like, am I nailing this? Does Is, is it in alignment? Like if your passion's not on fire like yours is tech, that is a red flag that you really mm-hmm. need to go inward and say, okay, something's not feeling connected here. There's a disjointed mm-hmm. feeling in my passion and my confidence and my message Mm -hmm. and really tune into that because it's crazy how energy between the speaker and the event planner, it has to be spot on. You have to really be speaking their language and you have to come with that strong confidence and passion for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you know, that confidence is on that other side of the house, that business side of the house too. I can tell you, I got passion for what I speak on and I think it resonates with a lot of audiences. The confidence I have for that then gets squashed if I don't know how to do the rest of the stuff. So one of the things is, you know, you just can't be shy about promoting yourself. Yep. You, you've got to be in that state and that frame of mind that's like, no, I really have a valuable message and I, and I can't wait to share this with you. So those self-promotions are, are a thing and some people have a difficult time of that. And some people have a difficult time negotiating their speaking fees. What am I worth? Yeah. And those little things start to weigh in and they pull down the inner passion for the speech, the, the, the actual presentation and the talk mm-hmm. that you have. So again, this is where when you go through a program like the Booked and Paid to Speak, like the Elite program that I was in, this was where It all came together and you just go, great. Now I've got the confidence of all the other stuff that I had no idea about that I might have insecurities on to then bolster my speaking
1: side and my message. When you believe in it, when you're feeling it, that, that just catapults you into that next level that you're looking for, which again to your point, it is hard to, to quote unquote, sell yourself. I always tell our students, you're not selling, you're offering an opportunity of impact, right? But it's really hard to do that. If you don't even realize what the impact that you're making, if you're not connecting the audience to the impact. And so that's why we really drill this into our students that you have to get clear with your message. You have to niche and you Mm -hmm. have to drill down What is the ultimate transformation you're offering? Because it's so empowering when you see that, when you're like, oh my gosh, like, like when you said your expert positioning statement, I was like, woo, right. That perk up effect that you want to create with your, your marketing that comes from you connecting the passion with the impact. So it's, it's something that some of our students are like, well, why are you forcing me in a niche? That's why, because we want you to have that passion and that confidence and be fierce in your persistence when it comes to getting booked and paid to speak, and you Absolutely. won't be if that's not connected. That's yeah. right. As you look forward into the next year, two years of your speaking business, what's what's the ideal situation for you? Oh my goodness!
2: So <laughs> that's a short term, right? So a year, two years is short term.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I just, I just want to just speak directly to those of you that are listening to this episode right now that are where I was and am. I have a wonderful full-time job at a major research university. And this university and my full-time job, I absolutely love. I get great, great enjoyment, fulfillment, job satisfaction. It's fantastic. And so to come into the world of professional speaking, is like, it's, it's, it's that in your mind, like, will I ever get to a point where the professional speaking is what I now do full-time? Maybe, maybe not. Now I can have that in my head. And that is a long-term goal. Maybe at retirement, maybe 10 years, 20 years, whatever. I don't know, but at least it's in my, it's in my thoughts, but it is literally doable. It is literally doable. I know for a fact that if I got laid off, I would switch immediately to full-time professional speaking, and I wouldn't have a problem doing it. In the meantime, however, I want to stay a full-time employee in my job. I love it.
1: Yeah, it's great.
2: Professional speaking gives me this amazing ability and latitude to now have Blessings for my family with additional revenue that is coming in. And I get to be, I get to pick and choose because I do have a full time job. I get to pick and choose the events that I do consider viable. And I also get to come into this going, well, I don't need to do that free gig. I don't need it. I could actually just stick to my minimum and say, you know, thank you very much, but, you know, here, here is my minimum. And to be able to, to go in with that kind of self-assuredness that says I'll be okay. Yeah. And I can be selective on my, my presentations. Well, that then is what is the blessing for my family right now. And I, and I've told you before, those five gigs were $200 $200 shy of what I invested in this. Yeah. Lab, right. Yeah. I mean, I paid for it. I paid for it. Now all the other gigs that I have coming up and the other thing is consulting. I yeah. grew consulting that I, that wasn't even on my, on my radar. I wasn't interested in consulting. It, it's actually a thing now it's wow. happened whether <laughs> so I wanted great. it or not. And so <laughs> because of that, there's been a, a few of those gigs that have come along. And so when I look at this now, I'm literally booking vacations with my family. I have a beautiful ski trip planned at the end of this year. Next year, we're going to Europe. We are now at a travel mode in our family. And the blessings of being able to speak outside of my full-time job are where I want to be right now for this year, next year, next year. I am happy to be doing this and to just, just thrive at, at this craft that, uh, that I've now gotten really good at. And so, um, if you're in that same boat and you're listening to this episode and you're sitting there going, but I don't know if I'm going to transition to full-time, you know, to speaking, Hey, look, just sit here for a little bit. This is a sweet place to be. And I've got additional revenue that has really impacted our family. And this has been great. So this is what I'm going to do for those next one to two years, Mary Alice. I'm loving it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I wish the audience could see you right now. Cause you are yeah. literally yeah. beaming. You're like giddy beaming. Like seriously, <laughs> it's so, I, I mean, you really just made my heart leap because it was just, it's just so great to see you as you say, thriving and legitimately happy and not doing like this crazy hustle to try to make all the things happen. Right. And again, you're dropping such great nuggets tech, like, so appreciate yeah. it. But, um, really just allowing your business the room to breathe and evolve and not forcing it is just such a great piece of advice to your fellow students that we have to give our 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 businesses room to breathe and if we're like no i gotta go 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 you're not really giving yourself your family your finances but your business that opportunity to evolve And I I think sometimes people really get caught up with, I have to get booked. I have to get booked. And that's probably the one reason why you're not getting booked, you know? So I love how you are, um, so clear on your, why I love that you're Mm -hmm. traveling with your family. yay! Mm -hmm. And, um, I love that you're, you're so present in the moment and appreciative of your full time job. What speaking is offering you and you're trusting the process that more will be revealed. And when it is, you'll make the best decision in your business going forward. It's just really refreshing to hear you speaking that way. And, um, so much value you added to our community by sharing your story. And, um, we're just totally impressed by you in every way. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much. (laughs) Really? That feeling is mutual because, uh, you know, I didn't get to speak about the other coaches, you know, yourself, all the other coaches, the whole team, it, what you guys bring to the table is where we found, and I say we collectively, because that's a, you're a collective group in the speaker lab yeah. and, you know, to be in those programs alongside other students and you get to know these other students, I'm still following students that I was with in, in that program and watching them grow and watching them blossom. And that's so exciting to see. Um, we all were this community that all thrived off of this growth and watching these successes happen and for me that that was just' uh, so remarkable so uh, we're we're just impressed with what you guys have to offer and thank you for that
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for investing your time and your money and your, your faith in us. You know, that's what it takes. If you're, if you're going to be coached, you need to have faith in what we're putting down. And, uh, you definitely picked up what we put down. (laughs) Yeah, You really did You used your resources and, and you're thriving now because of it. So we are celebrating you. We're continuing to wish you well. And I know we're going to keep in touch for sure. Thanks so much for being with us today. Tech.
2: Thanks so much, Mary Alice. Take good care.
0: You too. All right. There you have it. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. Now I want you to know that we do this podcast simply because we want to serve and support speakers like you. We don't charge anything for you to listen, but in return, we do have one small favor to ask. Would you be willing to subscribe to the podcast where you're listening right now? Hit that subscribe button. Also, Leave us a rating and review within iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to these podcasts. We read every single one of them, and they also help other people to find the show. Also, if you are looking to take the next step in growing your speaking business, be sure and check out thespeakerlab.com. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com. we got a ton of free resources and tools there, and you can also learn more about the programs that we offer, which include one-on-one coaching. Our mission here is to help you find the confidence, clarity, and clear path that you need to own your speaking success. So again, check us out over at thespeakerlab.com. As always, we appreciate you hanging out with us and we'll catch you next time. You're awesome.